First Right Podcast, a weekly conservative news show brought to you by Restoration Pack. I'm Doug Truax, founder and president of Restoration Pack. Today we are blessed to have another prominent conservative journalist in America, Michael Patrick Leahy. Michael started the Star News Network, a group of online newspapers that is filling the void created by the complete corruption of the liberal media. Michael's papers are breaking important stories that the liberal media won't touch. Well, hi, Michael. Thanks so much for coming on. Doug, it's great to be with you. All right, so you've got this great career. I'd love for you to take a minute and tell our viewers about how you got to where you are and all the places in between. Well, my name is Michael Patrick Leahy, and uh, I'm Irish. Surprise there. <laughs> how about it? <laughs> my great-great-grandfather, Andrew Leahy, came from Tipperary County, ended up in a farm in Hemingford, Quebec. His first wife, had a couple of sons. The Senator Patrick Leahy from Vermont descends from the first wife. I descend from the second wife. <laughs> and so we are half third cousins. We've never met. I grew up in Plattsburgh, New York and Dannemora, New York, just about 20 miles south of the farm my great-great-grandfather bought when he moved from Ireland, and I grew up as an Irish Catholic kid, Democrat, and my hero was John F. Kennedy. And like a lot of kids my age, I wanted to be like John Kennedy. Why not? Handsome, rich, great wife, everybody wanted to be like him. So that's why I set my cap on going to Harvard. And when I got to Harvard, I realized all the liberals there were really not that bright and also not that nice. Anyways, I went to Stanford Business School and after I got out, started a small business in California and quickly became a conservative. I've been a Republican since 1984 when I first voted for Ronald Reagan. That's my background up to there. I've been involved in a lot of small companies, mid-sized in the technology media arena. Then in November of, 20, of 2008, right after Barack Obama had been elected president, conservatives were obviously not happy. And I thought, well, the left has dominated social media. What can we do? So I started a little group called Top Conservatives on Twitter. We got like 2,500 people signed up in 24 hours. So I learned that conservatives were uh, lonely, but competitive. <laughs> they wanted to be top. Sure. From that came the start of the Tea Party movement. And then in 2012, my good friend Steve Bannon hired me at uh, Breitbart. And since I'm an amateur genealogist, I'm the one who pointed out that Senator Elizabeth Warren has zero zip nada in the area of uh, Native American ancestry. He do she does, however, descend from one of the Tennessee militia members in the 1830s and 40s who rounded up the Cherokees for the Trail of Tears. So 
started Breitbart, still write for Breitbart. In 2017, I started the Tennessee Star, conservative local news, state and local news. And now we have nine sites in nine states. Doing great. And I would tell you this, of all my guests, you definitely win the award for having the best intro on your career. <laughs> <laughs> I love the that uh, Senator Leahy stuff. That's uh, that's awesome. So, all right, good. That's uh, that was great, really great. All right, so um, and the and the Elizabeth Warren piece too. That <laughs> that was a nice uh, nice little addition. Okay, so you were uh, you were on the front edge on the uh, Georgia claim of custody issue. And that's yes. when, you know, you've got this great career, but, you know, things are really, you know, happening for you guys and what you're doing over there. Let's talk, talk us through uh, how that came to be, how that came to your attention and kind of the whole issue in general, just so we can get our, our heads around it. Well, one of our new titles is the Georgia Star News, and we launched it about two weeks after the election in November because that state was certified as a Joe Biden win by 12,000 votes out of 5 million cast. And as you may recall, in about 11 p.m. on election night, Donald Trump was way ahead. And then suddenly, when I got to the radio station at 5 o'clock that morning, he was way behind. Gee, what happened? Then you look at this issue of out of the 5 million votes cast, 500,000 were absentee ballots placed in drop boxes. Now, the Georgia State Legislature, which has the authority there, did not authorize the use of drop boxes for the deposit of absentee ballots. That came about as a result of a July 2020 emergency election code rule passed by the State Election Board. They didn't have the authority but they took it. Within that rule, there was a guideline for the chain of custody for absentee ballot placed in Dropbox. You had to sign a piece of paper from the people that delivered it, that picked it up, and then you had to transport it immediately to the registrar where somebody had to sign and they had to date it. Well, as it turns out, we asked Secretary of State Brad Rappens in December of 2020 if he had a record of any of those chain of custody documents. Surprisingly, he said no. And he had certified the election two weeks before that. Our question was, how can you certify the election if you haven't secured and, and confirmed integrity of these absentee ballots. Anyways, a year later, we have obtained some, but not all, of the chain of custody documents for these three $500,000 ballots, about 350000 We had to go to the counties to get it. And as it turns out, about in some counties, between 50% and 70% of these chain of custody documents violated the delivered one day later. About in one county, DeKalb County, about 25% of them were not even received 
by the registrar. So that how can you certify the election if there's no chain of custody? This is a question that the Secretary of State there, Brad Raffensperger, has yet to answer. Yeah, he's got a lot to answer for, and uh, so do a lot of people around the country. And I look back at that window of time you talked about in July when this start, everybody started cooking this stuff up with the, you know, oh, we got COVID, and then, you know, obviously the leftists are thinking we have an opportunity, we have a crisis, don't let it go to waste, we can get Trump. Uh, but you have people like Raffensperger who basically, they wanted to signal their virtue and how great they are and just like say, you know, well, let's forget all the stuff that's, you know, the legal stuff, let's just kind of make this up as we go along. I mean, is that the sense that you have of some of these people looking back on this now? Like, what were they thinking as they went through this? Well, in May of this year, the Georgia Republican Party centered Secretary of State Raffensperger for dereliction of duty. There's no way on earth that you can honestly certify an election when you haven't even looked at the critical chain of custody documents for 500,000 votes. Now, what's interesting about that, Raffensperger had declared that as a perfect election back in November of 2020. Right, right. It was so perfect that in May of this year, he signaled he's going to take over the operation of elections in Fulton County because there are so many election irregularities there. Yeah, how about it? The, the guy that's in charge of the whole thing says the whole thing's perfect. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. So uh, it's it's uh, interesting times we live in, too, because guys like you and Voter Reference Foundation and stuff like this, people have to expose these things because uh, we live in a world now where the media, you know, doesn't do the job that they used to do when we were kids. And, uh, you know, we kind of in America, you got used to the, you know, everybody got exposed for everything. Or so you thought. I mean, I'm sure there's liberal bias even going way back, but then it's kind of just completely flipped. We had John Solomon on last week, and I asked him, you know, what happened to the media in our country? What, what's, what's your take on, we used to look like this in this country with our media, and now we look like this. So what, 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 do you, what would you say to that in terms of the, the flip of the media over the years? What happened here? Well, my view is they became dishonest, and uh, they had a particular political agenda. They really have it now. And they want to pursue that agenda. And what we're doing at the Star News Network, go to our website, thestarnewsnetwork.com, or our flagship, tennesseestar.com, we're simply reporting the facts, taking what's out there in public, things that others aren't looking for, seeing what they mean, and reporting it. That's all we're doing. Simple. It's the way it's supposed to be, right? And I think that that's exactly it. The, the uh, you know, there, there was a day where the reporters took it as, a, as a, uh, a point of pride that they didn't vote or they, you know, they just went out of their way to be independent. And now they've, they've chosen a side, obviously. And, mm -hmm. uh, they just doubled and tripled down on Trump and, and, uh, and where we are today. So now it's, uh, now it's all uh, it's all history in terms of what used to be for the media. But so, you know, back to what you've got going on at Star News Network. So new world. So what do you see in the next five years for you guys in particular? What do you think is going to happen? There's a lot of good growth here. But what what do you see for the future in the near term here? Well, if you look at state and local news, 
it is a desert. The only state and local news you get in most major cities, in most state capitals, is left-wing bias. Look at the major news outlets, Gannett, uh, McClatchy, all those folks. They are left-wingers. But it's not just print media or online news. It's local television stations. I mean, if you've watched local television in your market, um, there are four or five national companies that own them, and they all follow a certain model. They hire young, inexperienced, left-wing kids, you know, out of the University of Missouri at Columbia, or, or Columbia University, <laughs> and they believe their job is to promote causes and not to tell the truth. And that permeates local media. So what I see for us, we will very quickly, uh, probably by the end of next year, have a presence in all 50 states, including the 15 states that are big time blue states. Maybe even like, I don't know, Illinois. How about it? <laughs> or California. Yeah. Because as a country, we can't write off those 15 blue states for any number of reasons. We have to maintain the strength of the 35 red states, and we have to take the fight to the left in those 15 blue states. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to hear you say that because as conservatives, we have to keep that in mind, too. It's We could all retreat to certain areas, which is a lot of that's going on, and Probably retreat's not a great word, but you get what I'm saying. People, everybody's moving around and, and uh, going where they feel most comfortable. But even in Illinois, where I am, it's, you know, it used to be red. And uh, it, could, it could go back. It's going to take a while, that's for sure. But, uh, you know, the results, are, the results are coming out. People are saying to themselves, the, the ones that can't move, they're saying, we've got to do something different here. And guys like you, guys like what we're, you know, the folks we have here at Restoration Pack, you can't just abandon everybody. You gotta keep, you gotta keep the fight up to help the people that basically can't move. Yeah, exactly right. Now, of all those blue states, and Illinois is pretty blue, I think Illinois is probably the one that has the greatest potential for turning red the soonest. And uh, that should be at least some encouragement to you. Yeah, Doug. sure, sure. Well, when I looked around, uh, running statewide in Illinois, it is two different states. You know, you got the, you yeah. got the folks around upstate, Chicago. Downstate. Yeah, that's right. So, you know, the drills, especially coming from New York, for sure. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. So so what do you think overall in terms of where do you think conservative media is going? I mean, we, we definitely see where you're going. And I think you're definitely going to get there because you got a great thing working here. But conservative media in general, what do you see for the future? Well, we have to have strength in social media as well as in sort of the, the tech stack, if you will, so that guys like AWS and Google, you know, can't shut your servers down. Right. So you can still have a capability. I think what we have to do is build our own unique ecosystem to connect directly with people that want to get the truth. And that's through... Getter and Rumble, Parler, all that crowd, CloudHub, but also direct communication, direct communications through that, that old fashioned building up of email lists. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I see that uh, all the time now where we have people who are very comfortable saying, oh, I got this cool email in from this great organization. That's the truth. And then they just blast it out to their friends and it goes viral amongst, you know, the neighborhood, so to speak, which I think is, you know, that's that's definitely been uh, the path here recently. And we got to keep on that path, too. And yeah, so, you have to go around uh, yeah. the established media. They right. won't give you a break. Yeah, right. So do you think so when you think about the big tech censorship and all this stuff, so so when you when you tell, you know, just our fellow citizens that are looking for the truth, you know, they got your network, they got some of the things that you've you've established there. Um, and then uh, so is that the take at this point? Just start keep looking around till you find the till you find the venue and just keep coming back, right? Well, there are a lot of good conservative outlets here in Nashville which is becoming the epicenter of conservative media. We have the Daily Wire. They're neighbors about a mile from where I am broadcasting right now. And uh, the, the, the Federalist, located here as well. But also the Epic Times. And of course, the great John Solomon's Just the News, Real Maker's Voices. Um, we are going to build up our own conservative ecosystem and people will come to us. Why? Because they realize that NBC, CNN, ABC, MSNBC, all those folks, and increasingly local television, they're not interested in telling the truth. People will follow the truth. Yeah, and that's where everybody is right now, I think, especially those folks in the middle. They realize they're being lied to, and so they just have to find their way to the truth. And I couldn't agree more. If, as long as you keep putting the truth out, success will follow. And I think that even as, no matter what the truth is, even when it's ugly for conservatives sometimes, we got to talk about it. You know, if, if, if our favorite oh, yeah. Republican politicians or whatever are doing something, we got to talk about that too. And we got to get back to the place of here's the truth and, and let it be what it is. And then people will make their own decisions. Yeah, I agree with that completely. Yeah, yeah, we're getting there. Well, Congratulations on the success. It's really amazing. And uh, we're definitely following everything and promoting. And uh, thanks for coming on the show. We'll have you. There's always hot topics to come. We're going to have you back if we can get you back on. It's great to meet you. I'm happy to be on any time. Thanks so much, Doug. Really appreciate it. Very good. Thanks, Michael. All right. That's our show for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and for supporting conservative media. Don't ever forget, by working together and staying diligent, we conservatives can bring our country back to true greatness. Until next week, let's all keep praying that God will continue to bless America. First Right, a new kind of news summary without liberal slant. Every morning, in your inbox, always free. Subscribe now at restorationofamerica.com slash firstright or text firstright to 1-312-820-9167.